Aloha. We're glad you've joined us for this Reunion Hawaii Church podcast. These teachings by our pastoral team are recorded live during our weekly services in Honolulu, Hawaii. We hope you will be blessed by this teaching. So I had a great message prepared for tonight. Um, This is the ultimate pastoral flex, as you guys are aware. Uh, I come on stage and I tell you, wow, I had this big thing planned, but then Holy Spirit stopped me and now you guys are going to get the real fire, you know? Um, and, and it's fine. I, you know, I, I like to start off lighthearted. Um, but, you know, in all truth, I, I believe what the, the message that he put on my heart, it's still true and it's still important, but I believe that there's something else that he wants to talk about now, um, things that he's doing right now. And I felt like it would be really... It would be really odd as the body of Christ on Oahu who's believing on Hawaii as it is in heaven um, that the kingdom is invading this place to not talk about what's happening on Maui. Um, And Gary talked about it some. Um, There's just a couple things I, I feel like we're supposed to do tonight. I think there's an unfortunate thing that happens. The world takes this stance, uh, and unfortunately many Christians do, of they see what happens on Maui, they see what happened in California, they see what happens in Florida with the hurricanes, um, the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the wildfires, and we say that's an act of God, right? It's a common turn of phrase. That's an act of God, and so we attribute these things to him Right, And then as Christians, I'm sure everyone in here, um, if you're not guilty of doing this at some point yourself, uh, when you are a young Christian, you know people that do this and they say things like, oh, you know, this is just God's testing me. God's testing them. It must be this thing. He wants to, you know, somehow he's going to use this for his glory. Right? And that's the thing is he's so good. He's so good at using anything. He's so good. He takes our ashes and he turns it into something beautiful that he can win with a pair of twos, right? So it looks like he planned it to happen, but he had no part in it. People say things like, oh, you know, the, like God must have just allowed the enemy to do this. He allowed him into my life. And they somehow twist this version of Job to say, this is how he's doing things. And they attribute this thing to our father that isn't who he is. There's a theologian, his name's George McDonald. Um, he has this quote, he says, good souls many, many good souls, will one day be horrified at the things they now believe of God. And I just think that's so powerful. One day we're gonna stand before God. We're gonna be in the throne room and we're gonna see how good he is. We're gonna see how these legions of angels sing out, holy, holy, holy. You're so set apart. You're so different. You're in a class all of your own. You're not just loving. You are love. And we're going to go, how did I ever think you were testing me? How did I ever think that you would cause something like this? How did I ever think that you didn't want to heal me in that moment? How did I ever think that you were fine with me being sick for a day? Gary just talked about some of the more tragic points of what happened on Maui, and it really does just grip my heart to think about, and that is a sign not of our Father, but of the one who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And we cannot allow that to be attributed to him. There's a verse... If you want to go to it, you can. If not, I'll just read it. It's Matthew 6, 22 to 23. It says, The eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being. If your heart is unclouded, the light floods in. But if your eyes are focused on money, the light, this is the Passion Translation, the light cannot penetrate and darkness takes its place. How profound will the darkness within you 
if the light of truth cannot enter. Let me go to the King James Version. It says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore the eye is single, your whole body will be full of light. But if the eye is evil, the whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Another way to say it is, if what's inside of you is actually darkness, and you think that it's light, how great is that darkness? Right? So when we're, we have people going around saying these things, they're saying, I'm Christian. I know that he's my savior. I know that he died for me. I know that he wants to heal me. I know that he longs to comfort me. But again, he wants to test me in this. We try to move religion into these things because we go, this is the thing that I can't understand, so I'm going to try to control it in this way and make it make sense to me. I'll say just enough to make a mess, I guess. So, Look, we know that our Father is the healer. We know that he's the redeemer. We know he's the restorer. We know that he's the comforter. This isn't just stuff that he likes to do. It's who he is. It's, it's his being. The best parts of us that can do those things are just a clouded version of who he is on any given day. There's a whole world right now that's wrapped up in this talk of how dark things are. You go to, to Fox News or CNN or any other thing, and they just want to tell you about what's going wrong in the world. And currently, they want to tell you about all the horrible things that are going on on Maui. We can, we can shout at the darkness, or we can turn on a light. We can continue to say, wow, look at how messed up this is. Look at how this is going on. Oh, did you hear about this crazy thing that they're saying actually happened? And this is the truth of it. And we're not being told this thing. Or, oh, this is how this thing's taking place. Or, oh, did you hear about this? And that's going to continue to make somebody a whole lot of money. But that's not kingdom. We actually get so filled with the truth of who he is that we become a shining light. That we divorce ourselves from any thought that isn't exactly who he's shown himself to be in the person of Jesus. We're going to start to become that, and we're going to start doing that by praying. So I want you guys to just stand to your feet. I want you to find one or two other people um, because I want us to do this together. And we're going to pray. We're going to declare over Maui. We're going to come into agreement with what he's saying over Maui, with the truth of who he is and what he's doing. Right? So we're going to start to declare. We're going to say families are going to be reunited. We're going to let them know that Healing is coming to all those that are injured, that the missing will be found, that people will have food and medical attention. We're going we're, we're to just start to declare right now that, that finances will not be an issue, that people will be taken care of. Right? I want you guys to start praying out in your own words. I'm just letting you guys know how I'm praying. Start to declare together. He's bringing healing right now. He's bringing life right now. He's bringing freedom right now. He's restoring families right now. The lost are being found right now. If you don't know what to say, pray out in your prayer language. If you don't have a prayer language, just continue to just speak the name of Jesus over Maui. Speak the blood of Jesus over Maui. By his stripes, they will know healing. The blood of Jesus will be over all those involved in this fire. 
whether they know God or not, they'll be encountered by His goodness. Exactly what Lee said. Pray like you would want someone to pray for you. Just a few more minutes. Father, you will be made glorious by the miraculous things that are going to take place. take too much time tonight. Um, you guys can be seated. Uh, like I said, I, I had a whole message and I, I just felt like the Lord was on something that he wanted to do tonight. Uh, and it wasn't just on me coming up here to tell you guys some things. Um, I want us to actually enter into worship again tonight. <clears throat> Uh, I believe it was uh, Kylie when she was opening. She was talking about a verse on faith. Um, we're going to go into worship here in just a couple minutes. And uh, we're not going to worship in this way of like, you know, okay, well, if we just worship hard enough and we give an offering and we put out this sacrifice, I don't believe in all that. Like Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. We don't need to sacrifice again. He completely fills the altar and there's no space for you. But I do believe that when we worship as his children and we come forward and we actually partner our worship with faith, that we get to be a part of this miraculous thing that's taking place. Right? And faith, faith isn't, it isn't like a hope. Right? We're not going like, well, if I just worship, then hopefully God will do this. Or maybe somehow I can coerce him into you know, entering the room and bringing comfort to these people that need comfort right now. That hopefully I can get him to come down and, and this thing will happen and, and the kingdom will be near. No, faith, faith is the realization of what is. Do you understand that? L let me give you a practical example. I have faith that my wife loves me. I have faith that she's dedicated to me. I have faith that she'll take care of me. Why? Because she's proven that to be true. So I have no other choice than to have faith and that's who she is. So when I'm saying we join our faith with our worship, what I'm saying is not that we just come in with, you know, this Western idea of hope that's more like wishful thinking. I'm saying we actually enter into this place and say, you know what, I've seen you heal. I've seen you provide. I've seen you restore families. And so we enter in in this place of worship with a heart saying, I know you'll do it again. The exact same things that you're declaring during this time of prayer, you're going to declare those same things in your heart as we worship. That we're going to not just minister to the Lord, but we're actually going to allow him to minister to us. That we're going to allow him to love us. That we're going to allow him to comfort us. And I'm not going to tell you, look, you need to stand up. You need to come up front. You need to, you know, run around with flags or whatever. If you do that, that's amazing. Do that. But if you're in a place of mourning right now, if you're in a place of confusion, we'll mourn with you. Our ministry team, we have some people um, specifically doing this. We'll have them going around the room 
praying for you. But if you feel like, you know what, I just want to jump for joy and praise him because I know the healing's on the way. Because I know that the breakthrough's on the way. Because I know that this is not what was intended for Maui. I know that there's going to be freedom. I know that there's going to be restoration. I know that there's going to be hope. I know that there's going to be a life. And I, I can't help but praise him because of that. And we just get the honor of praising him before it even happens. Because we know that our father is faithful. Amen? So I'm going to have the worship team um, start to come up here. And I just want us to, yeah, just be okay with praising him. And as we do, I just really feel like as a church family, maybe you're not a member of Reunion Church, and that's fine, but you're a part of the body of Christ. And there are other parts of the body in Christ that just went through one of the most horrific, terrible things that anyone could go through. I want you to start actually asking as we enter into worship, Father, how do I partner with what you're doing? Is it to partner financially? That's great. But maybe it's to actually find out how you help physically, how you become boots on the ground, how you partner with somebody. Maybe you're great at logistics and you can join in with somebody that needs help on doing that. Maybe it is just coming alongside somebody and saying, hey, I see that you're hurting right now and I see that you need comfort. Can I just pray for you? Right? Maybe it's finding those people that are displaced and saying, you know what, I'm going to come alongside you and I'm going to cover you in this. Maybe you don't even understand the terminology for it, but I'm here for you and I'm praying for you. So we're going to take the rest of the night and we're just going to lift him up. And we're going to praise him and we're going to worship him because he's good and he's always good. Amen. Love him.
mission right now. Um, would you please go pick up your kids, love on them. Um, and if you guys have things to do, if you need to go get dinner made, or you have work early in the morning and you just need to rest, uh, or you just need to spend time together, um, this is the uh, dismissal. If you're being ministered to right now, stay right where you are and continue to worship the Lord.
more teaching like this, subscribe to this podcast. If you would like more information about Reunion Hawaii Church, our website is reunionhawaii.com. If you're in Honolulu, join us Sundays at 5, live at Kahalama. Aloha.